Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Master Your Energy podcast. I am your grateful host, Megan Wren. So happy to be here. As always, I am a poet, author, and holistic lifestyle coach on a mission to empower and inspire change, growth, and transformation. And you can find my book, Bloom, which is poetry that expresses a young woman's transformation into self-love and acceptance on Amazon. And then you can also find my coaching programs on MeganRenWellness.com, where you're master your energy energy coaching program and experiences. Today we're going to talk about how to master your energy and three vital steps to get there. Now, mastering your energy is getting to know your energy. And that means getting to know the subtleties in your body and your energy and your mood and your thinking and your mindset and your hunger and your thirst and your energy levels, becoming aware of all of that, and then knowing how to navigate through the subtlety and the changes of our energy to be able to optimize it. And the exact definition of master is to acquire complete knowledge or skill in. So with mastering your energy, you are acquiring knowledge about your energy and you're being becoming skillful and being able to harness and power, power yourself with energy to fulfill your personal and professional potential. And, and this is a lifelong journey because we are constantly evolving and changing and growing in every single day brings up a new experience. So we can take the things that we learned about ourselves in the past and use them as a more of a diving board as we go forward, not necessarily something to like default back to, but use our past experiences and the knowledge that we acquire about ourselves to be able to regulate ourselves moving forward. And, you know, it's not about becoming forceful of like, I'm gonna master this, but more of like, how can I have the most knowledge to then dance with the ebbs and flows that life brings us? So when we're looking at mastering your energy, three things that we really want to look at are one, number one is having a willingness to explore. And journaling is one of the best ways that we can explore our mind and even our body and, and, and becoming aware of how our body feels. But when we journal, we allow our subconscious really to flow through a pet and just like let it all out. And when you're approaching something like this, it's being intentional about what and why and how you're doing it. So like journaling, having the intention, okay, I'm going to journal to learn more about myself, but sometimes we can just get stuck. So that's where journal prompts are amazing. And a few really good questions to ask yourself to align with this journey of self-knowledge and self-transformation is what do I like? Like, what, what do I like? What don't I like? And, you know, these can be separate questions. What do I like? What don't I like? What makes me happy? What makes me sad? What makes me angry? What are my fears? What are my uninhibited ambitions? If time, energy, and money weren't even a thing, what do I want to accomplish? 
in what makes me happy, what makes me sad, what lights me up, what brings me joy. So knowing what makes you feel good is a good step to give you a map of directing your energy because as we go through life are we energy is like the best form of currency right so wherever our attention goes energy flows so it's important to know what makes us feel good what makes us healthy what drains our energy what lights us up what gives us energy so that we know where we want to go the second is to have some kind of movement practice and movement has been and is just like i think a very foundational piece to getting to know your energy for multiple reasons. One, your body is energy and all the things that happen in our body, like your mental and emotional things all come from your body. Like it is part of your body. Your brain produces these emotions and our body is a vessel to feel and experience life. So if we're not connected or grounded in our body, we're not going to be able to know as much what's going on and be able to understand the subtle energy that is going on. Like our heart rate is energy. Our brain firing is energy. Our blood flow, muscle moving is creating energy right here. So everything is energy. So if we don't have a good relationship with this physical body, we're not going to be able to know it as much. So movement is a really good grounding practice for us to be in our bodies, to be able to feel our bodies. And I know sometimes that can be scary, but that's why a movement practice is so important to learn to understand how your body works. And our emotions and fears always reside in our body. And if we are not moving it, then those things might be staying stagnant in our body. So it's important to move through it and be aware of the things that come up. And also motion is lotion. Motion is how we move and everything has movement. Everything. There's movement with everything we do. Like, and sound is movement too. That's a whole another thing that I'll get really excited about. Um, but motion is lotion, but also movement is freedom and movement gives you the freedom to experience life. Like if we are in pain or if our bodies aren't healthy, we are not going to be able to do the things that we love to do, whether that's like hiking or playing music or going to concerts, or if it's working, we're not going to be able to do that if our body is in distress. So movement can be therapeutic and it can also help us become more aware of our body. And like, we can feel the mood shifts. We can feel the health switch. Like you should be able to feel your insulin spike up when you eat too much sugar. You should be able to feel the hunger. You should be able to feel the difference between hunger and thirst. And movement helps us become aware of what is going on inside. And again, it helps us get grounded and it helps us get out of our head and into the body because a lot of the times we can have the brain overpower when we need to be listening to the body's own intelligence and that intelligence is quiet leading to the next point where the third vital thing to go on this journey of transformation is to have some kind of quiet practice so that we can observe our thoughts or observe the tension in our body and if we don't have that time where we're completely quiet and just being with our mind and body we won't know how to navigate it and if we're constantly putting things in our consciousness of 
TV or phones or books and not actually going, okay, who am I? What am I doing? How do you feel? What's that tightness in your neck coming from? Can you breathe into it? Is it, why is it hard for me to take a deep breath? Where is that tension coming from? How do I, why do I have that tension? And so that's where the movement practice and like the quietness almost come together is that, you know, the quietness allows us to observe what's going on. And we can also observe our mental and emotional questions by having that willingness, the point number one, to look at those and to ask ourselves those questions and really get curious about the nature of our minds and our bodies. And, you know, that, that the mind and body is, is our energy. So we have to be able to know the mind, know what our limiting beliefs are, knowing what makes us feel powerful, what pulls us forward. And then also having that movement practice to move through that uncomfortableness and then having the quiet time to almost analyze and observe how how you're feeling, what you're doing, where you're going and why you're going there. And I think this is where this is where journaling comes in again of having the questions but then also having um books or coaches to guide you along the path to help you with those questions that you need to ask to start to really become aware of your body to reach your potential and optimize your health and optimize your energy and optimize your creativity. That's really what the goal is with mastering your energy. It's getting to know yourself enough so that you can have your healthiest and happiest personal professional life. So Great work, everybody. Put those work in, do the journaling, find a movement practice that is authentic to you, and then also try to find a quiet practice that is good for you. And if you need any help, you can head to meganrunwellness.com and I can help guide you on your path and on your journey. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today. If you did like this episode, please like, share, subscribe, and um, check out the show notes for more info. And we will see you next week. We got a lot of awesome guests coming up. So stay tuned.